Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Voters in the Essex School District go to the polls on uh, November 7th, next Tuesday, to decide on a physical plant and equipment levy. Dr. Mike Wells is superintendent of the Essex and Hamburg School Districts. He joins us on the line this morning with more on this proposal. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning, sir. Good to have you with us. And uh, first of all, you would assume that most people know what the physical plant and equipment levy is by now, but the Essex District is asking for a 10-year PEPL of $1.34 per $1,000 valuation. Why is the district seeking this voted PEPL? Well, as you, you probably know, that almost every school in Iowa has a physical plant and equipment levy. Um, these funds are used to... Uh, build on our buildings, to do repairs, to do uh, technology bundles of over $500. Um, Little schools especially would be absolutely uh, lost without these funds. And Essex has had it since uh, it was brought into the state. And it's an important part of of our budget. If we had to take uh, $200,000 a year out of our general fund to maintain our buildings, uh, we wouldn't be able to survive. So it's an important vote for us. And we hope people will go out and vote for it. Now, does Essex currently have this 10-year PEPL in place? Yes, sir. And it expires in 2025. But uh, as we build budgets, we always ask for uh, the revote uh, well ahead. So if something happens, we'd have a second opportunity to vote for it. Um, but, yes, we've always had it, and uh, the public's always supported it well. It is a 50% vote plus one uh, to pass. It is for 10 years. Um, we have a dollar thirty-four, which is this vote, and then the board uh, imposes a thirty-three cent board-approved pebble each year. And again, it's vital to to our district. Currently, the ten-year pebble. Uh, how much money does that provide for the district per year? And I think you mentioned it earlier. And what does this cover? What sort of things can you use the pebble for? So between the two, the board voted. And the dollar uh, thirty-four, we raise approximately two hundred thousand dollars a year. The board doesn't have to levy the full amount if they they don't want to. Uh, the board uh, pebble, they can put that on or not if they choose to. Um, the money is used for, for example, we just put a five hundred thousand dollar roof on our elementary school. That money is used for for replacing roofs. When we have window projects, we use it for that. Um, Heating and cooling bills, we can use it on that. Any expense over $500 that deals with maintenance and facilities, um, the Pebble can be used for. And it can also be used for bundled technology. Right now, what are the biggest building needs or technology needs in the Essex District that this Pebble would cover? Well, probably the other half. We're looking within the next five years having to replace the other half of our roof at approximately six, seven hundred thousand dollars. So we uh, save that money until those uh, needs come up. But we also have an East Gym project um, coming up that we can use our Pebble funds for and to maintain that building as well. We can use it for our athletic facilities. um, And we do have some athletic facility needs. We need to look at our track and decide whether we want to continue to have a dirt track or to have an all weather track, those kind of things. Um, the pebble are used for. You mentioned the East Gym project, and that is something you folks have been looking at for a long time. Where does that project stand right now? What does the future hold for a renovation of the East Gym? 
Well, we're planning on making a decision in the spring on that. Um, originally, we were hoping to do a bond issue uh, in the spring, but it's kind of on hold right now. Um, everything is expensive. Uh, interest rates are crazy. Uh, it's just not a good time to be doing that kind of building projects. But um, we have maintained the East Gym. It's used by our communities, used by our athletic teams. It's a good facility. Um, but we really would like to make it a more community-friendly and a better facility for people to use. And we do have a, an architect who's worked with us, Jerry Purdy, who's designed what it could look like and what it could be. And we're just kind of sitting on it right now. Now, you mentioned the, the taxes earlier, dollar uh, thirty-four per $1,000 valuation for the 10-year PEPL. How would this impact residents' taxes as a whole? Well, it wouldn't increase their taxes at all because it's already a levy we have in place. And if you look in the area, Essex has the lowest tax rate in in southwest Iowa. We're just over $10 per thousand compared to neighboring districts that run from 14 to $15 per thousand. So our tax rate's extremely low. Our board's been very uh, responsible uh, with the taxes, um, but it is a necessary thing for our district. Uh, Literally, we wouldn't survive without it. We could not free up general fund money to maintain the buildings. And again, very few schools in Iowa do not have the voted pebble. Um, it's important, and uh, for our little district, it's, it's necessary. We're talking with Dr. Mike Wells, superintendent of the Essex and Hamburg School Districts on the morning line here on KMA. Uh, Mike, uh, as I mentioned, you're also the superintendent of the Hamburg School District, and it's been over a year since voters approved a $3.1 million bond issue for projects in the Hamburg District. What's the status of those projects right now? So we'll break the projects down into three smaller projects. Um, we plan on breaking ground in the spring uh, when the ground uh, thaws out, and uh, we'll start with the two classrooms and the fitness center. The auditorium is probably a pipe dream at this point because of the cost, but our plan is to start this spring and have them done before the next school year. You mentioned costs. Of course, you had the $3.1 million bond issue approved. What other factors are changing this project or are affecting the cost of what you want to do there at Marnie Simons Elementary School? Well, I think the biggest thing is the, the way the state makes schools bid, uh, the little the little contractors in your community cannot bond high enough. So it really eliminates them from the process. And you have big companies come in and take the money from your community. They may or may not use your local people. Um, by breaking it down into three smaller projects, um, we'll be able to uh, use our local people, which will make it much, much cheaper um, and again, we'll do one project at a time and we'll go until we run out of money. Best case scenario, if everything goes well, when will the entire project uh, be completed? I, I believe that the classroom and fitness center could be done before the start of school next year. Mike, we thank you very much for being with us this morning. That's Dr. Mike Wells, superintendent of the Essex and Hamburg School Districts on the morning line here on KMA. Well, of course, uh, the preparations continue from county auditor's offices for the upcoming uh, November 7th general elections. In Fremont County, for example, Auditor D. Owen and her team of 22 poll workers participated in the traditional pre-election training session yesterday. Owen tells KMA News it's important for her office to review voting laws and other specifics 
prior to the November 7th citywide and school board elections. We go through training before every election because a lot of times the laws are changing. This particular time we have all new machines, so we are teaching them the ropes on that. And we do it just so that they can have an efficient day at the polls. Funding for Fremont County's American Rescue Plan Act allocations covered the cost of the new machines estimated at $50,000. Owens says the new machines are an upgrade from previous units. They are a little more tech savvy, I guess, than what we had before. They have a bigger screens and um, a little bit easier to use than the ones that we had Prior to this. Ellen hopes that absentee balloting picks up a little bit in her county. Only 38 absentee ballots had been requested as of yesterday. Likewise, Montgomery County Auditor Jill Ozuna is hoping for more absentee voters in her county. We've had 96 requests. We've had 67 received. We've had quite a few coming in here and there throughout the day. Though off-year elections usually draw lower absentee votes than presidential years, Osuna cites another factor, the lack of candidates in some areas. For example, no registered candidates are listed for mayor of Stanton, and no one is running for three vacancies on the Coburg City Council. That means write-in candidates will likely fill those spots. We'll have a lot of write-ins, hopefully. Well, not hopefully, but we will probably have a lot of write-ins that we'll need to count and go through afterwards. While the mail-in absentee balloting deadline is passed, residents have until the day before the election to cast ballots at county auditor's offices. Polls are open November 7th from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. and KMA News will have live election coverage with election night in KMA land next Tuesday night. More news online at kmaland.com. I'm Mike Peterson.